You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the November 2022 Alignment Report. I'm so excited to check in with you and talk about what was aligned, what wasn't aligned, and our most meaningful actions this past month. I'm diving right into it, right into what felt aligned, and first on my list is that I finished my final edits on the first issue of Facet. That was a lot of F alliteration. (laughs) I eventually finished all of my edits after hearing from the focus group and I ordered 30 copies of the course magazine with no tester copy and that was very nerve-wracking. When I first ordered Facet I wanted it to feel luxurious and so I chose very thick paper for both the pages and for the front and back covers and it worked. It felt very luxurious but It made it hard for students to actually read it while laying flat, which makes it hard to actually write in it, which is kind of the whole point, uh, because you'd have to really flatten the pages down to make it work. And that just made less people actually journaling inside of it. So I wanted to make some switches to the weight of the paper, keeping up the quality, but having it be more readable. Not having a test copy where I could make sure that I actually liked this new weight made me very, very, very nervous. Yet I also knew that worst case scenario, I could switch back to the original paper in my next print run. In the end, I decided that my feelings of alignment of the decisions that I were making were greater than my feelings of nervousness. So I went with it and I ordered it. Spoiler alert, I was really very happy with the results from my printing company. I hope that I can bottle up this feeling of opening up a box of facet issues when they get delivered to me. I just want to savor it forever. I'm the only person who spends time with facet in a digital format because it's only available for sale in print. And I spend so much time with it that when the manifestation of it becomes real and it arrives on my doorstep, I'm pretty much overcome with emotion every time. And I hope that it stays that way, you know, like I just... I hope I never get tired of seeing so many copies in one place in real life. It's sappy, but you know, there you have it. It's real. Another aligned item. Surprising everyone, but definitely myself. I planned ahead. I wrote a six email sequence and a nine caption launch sequence for Facet, which is a first for me in my business. I've probably talked about this before, but I haven't been very launchy in the past and that has hurt my sales. What I mean by that is I have not talked enough about my offers to get visibility to get as many sales as I wanted. With this project, it's been a goal of mine to turn that around and to practice some launch strategies to decide what works for me and what doesn't because I'm going to be launching essentially a new issue of Facet every quarter, which means that I really get to refine what works for me launch-wise and what doesn't so that I can improve on it. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about that today so you can learn from what I did and what I didn't do. I decided that the two primary platforms for this launch that were most aligned for me were going to be email marketing and Instagram. Well, 
Okay, and the podcast, but those episodes are going to be coming up next. They aren't prepped just yet. So one thing that was very aligned for me this launch was fully leaning into my strategy, my human design strategy of responding. I have felt guilty for this in the past, but the reality is that I'm just not a blank cursor kind of writer. I am more of the need to go read 10 Instagram posts and three blogs before starting to write anything kind of writer. Just that I need to like situate myself in a world of words. It doesn't even need to be on a related topic to what I'm going to be writing about. I just need to be immersed in writing before my thoughts can start to come out in my voice and in a coherent way. So I leaned into that responding strategy guilt-free. I allowed myself all the inspiration before I started to write and it really worked. I discovered some fantastic new marketing pieces that I'm gonna keep from my own swipe files, and I wrote a lot of copy in advance for this launch, which turned out, and you'll hear about it later, but it turned out to be really a blessing that I had prepared that and done that ahead of time. I tried really hard to be one email ahead at all times in my email marketing platform, which is ActiveCampaign, by the way, and I ended up designing the graphics and the videos for my captions for Instagram after I wrote them. It's a little bit backwards from my usual creative process, but I just went with it. I tried it out this time. The results from all of this prep work is that I had a really good baseline of consistent content that I could put out. So I was able to increase my email frequency to twice a week. I had the stamina to start building up my IG feed from zero because as of November, I hadn't used Instagram all year yet. So I was really starting at a baseline of zero with blank feed and just coming out of a pivot. As opposed to with email, my baseline is pretty good already because I've been consistently emailing my list for over a year. So based on that, I would expect to see more results, more traffic, more sales coming from my emails. I'm gonna have to see with that, with analytics after launch. Also aligned this month, my action calls. These can be up and down for me. Uh, they've been very uplifting the last little while. As a reminder, if you've been around here or a primer if you're new, Action calls are what I call my 60 minute sessions and they can take many forms. Sometimes they're just people wanting to pick my brain. Sometimes it's asking questions, getting specific advice. Sometimes it's getting our hands dirty and actually making changes like to websites or to blog posts, things like that. Sometimes it's making plans. So strategizing, think for things like social media and content. The list is pretty endless, honestly. I like to do a lot of different things. Novelty is really important to me. Because my sessions are so open-ended though, every session is different and it's totally dependent on what you, the business owner, need right now. And that means that on my end, they're all completely different, but I find that I do tend to notice some trends. And right now the trend is people are booking series of action calls rather than one-offs. I'm getting to work with them on a more semi-regular basis. I have had four, I think, with one client and five with another, where people are booking like two-ish weeks apart. And so I've gotten to be in a different kind of mentorship role there, which has been very rewarding. I feel super honored to get to see things through with them. And I get to see like the whole arc, like the beginning to end of a project. And I get to see growth happen from up close, which is awesome. My clients get to feel supported by me on that ongoing basis. They get to refresh their inspiration, refresh their motivation every time we have a call. And as a bonus, we've been getting lots done on these. So mostly we've been defining services, uh, describing offers, planning Insta content, connecting podcasts to websites and things like editing blog posts. 
Perhaps my most aligned piece in November is that I started designing my final client website. This pivot has felt like such a long time coming. I'm really proud of myself. I'll start off by saying that for sticking with one thing for a full five years, that's a record for me in all of my like adult life of employment. However, I likely could have pivoted sooner and not gone for that five-year record sooner and definitely smoother. I've been getting signs now that websites are kind of over for me for probably two years now. And I just, I put up a lot of resistance and a little bit of that I regret. Although this is the time when I'm getting out of websites. And so this, you know, now is the right time. I do regret a little bit of my push-pull resistance. I probably could have lessened that if I had been listening to myself better and what I was feeling. Anyways, this November I decided, okay, that's it. I'm taking on one last final client. And this is someone who was my first accountability buddy at the start of the pandemic. So for this and many other reasons, it feels a lot like closing a loop or coming full circle. I am very grateful to be able to do a site for a dear friend and have that be my final energetic investment into projects like this. After designing over a hundred websites, it was starting to feel like I'd done it all, but I actually have never designed one for a social media agency before, which is what this project is. I've never designed one with this kind of bold, minimal style with tons of white space and just pops of color. It's really fun that I still get to be creative right till the very end and that I get to work with someone who is so aligned with me. So it's now official. My website books are closed. I want to thank you as a podcast listener for celebrating this win with me. I know you're out there listening and I'm very grateful. Last big piece of alignment that I want to chat about in today's episode is my facet photo shoot at the end of November. Lots of alignment here on lots of levels. One is that I hired a photographer who I've worked with many times before. Shout out to Mandy. I cannot overstate the alignment of having a consistent photographer. Like once you find one you love, just keep working with them. We have a rhythm of working together where I get to be totally confident in what my results are going to be. And I have no stress around things like, like, am I going to get what I paid for? Because I know that I will. That's something that feels really good for me right now at this stage of business to have developed this kind of relationship with other professionals. Although there's lots of things changing in my business, the service providers that I work with that I just know that I can rely on, that isn't changing and I have a lot of gratitude for those people. I put together a slate of four models for the photo shoot, two people that I know really well, two people that are newer to me. I always ask other small business owners to participate in my shoots. The reason being that that way it's not just like a constant focus on me and also because I value representation across all sorts of factors like age range, ability, size, gender identity, etc. My hope is also that they are going to be able to connect with each other and so it works out like a little bit like a mini networking session at the same time where people can meet other business owners in my local area. This group of four was fantastic. I'm thrilled with the results. You're going to be seeing them show up on Facet's product pages in email imagery if you're on my email list and also on social. I'm on Insta at Clear Courts Creative. With this shoot, this was my first time booking an Airbnb for a shoot. I'm really glad I did. I did that instead of booking a studio for a couple of reasons. One is I wanted a living room space I wanted an office space and I wanted a bedroom space. 
And most studios just don't have that kind of setup of all three. Reason number two, I don't like to be rushed for a photo shoot and having a space for two whole days rather than just in and out in two hours felt more aligned for me this time. One thing to note, if you're considering doing the same thing and getting a short-term rental, always check with the Airbnb host that a photo shoot is allowed. Asking that in advance saved me and future me a lot of stress, a lot of headaches. I had great work staycation intentions for this space, but none of them worked out, unfortunately, leading me into the not aligned section. One of my stepkids had health issues come up in November, and that ended up affecting my daily life and my business life a lot. I'm still adjusting to being a stepmom. This was a challenge for me. Honestly, most of it is, is challenging for me, but we, we work through it together. Being present in two places simultaneously is like, like by definition, not an option. And as it turned out, home is just where I needed to be for a lot of November. And that meant not staying either night at the Airbnb for the photo shoot, just driving there the morning of and spending the day. It also meant postponing my launch of Facet, which was the last thing that I wanted to do, but it ended up being necessary based on my energy levels. One thing I try to do is be aware of how I'm feeling, like keeping a pulse on how I'm faring physically, how I'm faring emotionally. After two weeks of health scares and super involved step parenting, even more than usual, I was really drained. And what I normally would be able to handle, I just couldn't handle. Even when I was getting enough sleep, I felt really tired. I am terrible at feeding myself well at the best of times and my eating got even more awful during this time. I could feel my patience just fraying and I could feel my resolve for my to-do list waning also. The one work thing that I did at the Airbnb was cancel everything on my schedule for three days and turn on my email autoresponder where I explained that I was dealing with a family emergency. Not ideal, but pushing through would not have been an aligned choice. So I'm glad that I, that I didn't go that way. I got so many messages of support from you, by the way, that I really appreciate. We are starting to do much better around here and things are getting back on track, including with the launch. Lots to tell you about that in December's episode for sure. Now, my list of what wasn't aligned in November is probably pretty predictable for you right now. Because I invested most of my time with family, the rest of my time planning a photo shoot, email marketing, and social media marketing campaign, Obviously, there were things that fell by the wayside. One was my house was a constant disaster. Literal unending piles of things on every surface, like six loads of laundry behind, dishes all over the place. My focus was all over the place too. Like there was lots of starting, not finishing, uh, thinking about things, but not really executing things. I added like nothing to my reading list this month. I am at 67 books for the year, but I hardly finish anything after the halfway point of November. I did, however, keep up these four habits that were my lifeline in November. I'm going to talk about that now in the most meaningful actions of November. So every day this month, when I sat down at my desk in the morning, I would write four things under that day's date. Walk, light, meditation, and day in the life. I'll tell you a little bit more about each of those. So, I mean, walk is pretty self-explanatory. I try to get out for a walk just like walking around the neighborhood once a day. The time on that varies depending on what's going on, but anywhere from half an hour to an hour usually. Light is my UV light for 
supporting me during the winter in this very dark, very cold place. I'm really finding that helps with my sad feelings. Meditation, that's a varied one also. Sometimes I just sit and have a mindful minute. Sometimes I really get into it and I do a half hour long meditation and I do a guided one. And the last thing is day in the life where I choose a random date in the future or rather a app on the internet chooses a random date in the future for me and I write a day in the life where I visualize what it is that I might be doing that day. It's a way of me starting to create the future that I actually want for myself. I try to cross out all four of those every day but truly I'm happy if I get to three of them. They're my non-negotiables. These are the things that just uphold my sanity. I do try to do them first although they're not part of any kind of morning routine, but they do give me this accomplishment, this sense of accomplishment for the day that I find I really appreciate. Another meaningful action in November is I updated my bio to reflect facet. This is the bio that I submit if I'm doing like a speaking engagement or workshop or podcast guesting or conference, that sort of thing. And it was just time to add facet since we're just about at launch time, but very exciting to see that kind of for real in the bio when it's starting to be read all over the place. Another is that I attended Rupi Kaur's experience live here in Winnipeg. I would not consider myself a huge poetry fan, but I ended up getting last minute free tickets from my friend. Shout out to Alexis. Thank you. I am so, so, so glad that I went to this. Okay. Uh, Rupi was so engaging. She had this stage presence that was just awesome to witness. She really has this gift for creating an immersive experience. There was also great energy in the room. So I'm really glad that I got to attend that this month. I can feel how it was like a boost of energy that I needed halfway through this challenging month. Another meaningful moment for me is that I applied to speak at Alt Summit for the first time. Alt is a conference that happens every year in Palm Springs. I haven't attended before thanks to the pandemic, but I have wanted to. And I'm just gonna read to you a little bit from their website so you can get familiar if you aren't already. They say that they've been amplifying women's voices since 2009. Alt Summit is a conference. It's also a community of thousands of women influencers and entrepreneurs in creative fields. For one week a year, they provide a physical gathering place for that community and then incredible things happen. Very aligned, also very intentional how they craft their conference experience. So applying to speak was a big leap for me, but I'm just crossing my fingers and putting it out into the universe that I would love this opportunity. One reason being I just want to make visibility a priority for 2023. Another is that it's time for me to start getting out of my comfort zone a little bit towards things that are more aligned. I'm going to read to you my pitch to Alt Summit, where I'm applying to teach on the topic of the first issue of Facet, which is social proof. Social proof makes selling so much easier. So let's tackle it together. I'll give you concrete strategies for getting your next reviews with none of the overthinking and hand wringing, followed up with self-talk scripts and mindset counterbalances that will keep you from talking yourself out of asking your happy clients what they have to say. Get past that awkward feeling of getting reviews, move beyond feeling braggy when you share testimonials, welcome to the four-step simple social proof system that feels doable, approachable, and natural. So if you are connected at all to Alt Summit or you just want to put in a good word for me with the universe, I would appreciate that. Alt Summit is on my dream list for sure. 
And lastly, I started a facet year two list. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Uh, just a place to table some of my ideas. I was getting a little out of control, adding things to my to-do list, even though I could hardly handle what was already there. So I just made myself stop and simplify. I don't want to lose these ideas. I just don't want to focus on them right now. So all I did was start a note that I can add to as the year goes along and I can learn as I'm going from my current facet launch. Some ideas that I want to try out for year two once I've established a foundation basically. Some things already on there are things like affiliate marketing and photographer collaborations. I'm very pumped for those, but they are very tabled until I have time and space for them. And that's it. November in a nutshell. Let me ask you this. Have you done a November reflection yet? Or did you just go straight into this new month of December without noticing where you're at alignment wise? You really want to take some time to learn from the feedback that your mind and your body are giving you after each month. So take a minute now to settle into your lessons from the month of November. What alignment do you want to bring forward? What non-alignment are you ready to leave behind? and what meaningful actions most helped you to drive your business forward. I'm encouraging you right now to reflect in a journal or just sit, have a short meditation, think these over so that you can have an even better December. I am sending alignment your way. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.